This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. This week on the Match Wrestling Podcast. How will Bullet Club Symposium affect the G1 Climax? Brock Lesnar shows up for work, just not where he's supposed to be. And NXT delivers another instant classic for tag team gold. Turn it to 11. Time to take it to the match. Wrestling Podcast, episode 174, with Dazzy Dangerously, along with the best heel in the business to butcher, and the wrestling encyclopedia slash knowledge champion, Mike Larkin. Mondays are still miserable, Tuesdays are pretty terrible, Wednesdays are wonderful, and this Sunday is likely to suck. <sighs> we just I love that side in perfect unison. We got the G1 last week, man, and it was sweet. Hiromu Takahashi is out of his fucking mind. Literally. Then we get, yes, and then we get, we get to this week, and then next week is more wrestling, which apparently that wrestling is going back to where it was in 2009. Okay, okay, yeah. So I'm back, going back to when it sucked. Okay, well... Well, well, let's be honest, guys. Come on now. Come on, please. I will. It did suck in 2009, but under no circumstances was it any worse than it is now. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. No. So uh, I, I I, call her statement, Miss Madison Drain's statement, bullshit. Yeah. You couldn't possibly go back to 2009. It's impossible. And even then, it'd only be a mild improvement. You know, you you would have to cut your you, the majority of your roster because let's face it, you're fucking you, you're loaning stars from other companies. Half your roster's loaned. Yeah. So there's no way. On sale. You know, and, then, and then I see articles from Global Force Wrestling, and I'm looking at the the, the people on the front page of these posters, and I'm like, wow, the biggest person on this poster in terms of taking up the size is KM. Jesus. Did you know Global Force was still in business, by the way, people? Yep. July 16th, <laughs> 18th, and 19th. Yeah, Jared has lost his show. fucking yep. mind. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he could lose his mind any more than fucking turning up and going, I'm going to be GM of Crash. That's right, people. Double J. Jeff Jarrett is at the Crash. In the UK, and then he turns up and say, "Mark Dallas, did you forget who I am? I'm Double G, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, and I'm gonna be GM, and I'm gonna run the show. No, you're not, Jeff, cause I run the fucking show." 
know what I mean? This is my baby. You sold your baby and then fucking ruined another baby. <laughs> this is my fucking show. <laughs> so don't you come over here fucking trying to fucking take my talents. Now, I have to say this because we are talking ICW. Two of their talents are going to be debuting for Ring of Honor in August, Viper and Kaylee Ray. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, both also well, in a young... Was Kaylee Ray in a yes. young classic as well? Yes. I know she's been on NXT a few times. Yes. Um, and then there's a couple more news about one besides Viper and Kaylee Ray because we also found out that Caitlyn is going to be in the Mae Young Classic too. Yeah. That intrigues me. It intrigues me. And then they announced, and they just announced another name for the Mae Young Classic too. Actually, someone who's in the inaugural Mae Young Classic, Miss Rhea Ripley. I don't see Caitlyn coming back full time, but yeah, I can understand her Mae Young appearance. But she's skint, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. She's had a divorce. Her company's collapsed. Uh, she's got to have another boob job, so she needs to be able to afford it first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, apparently you need to have another tit job every ten years, and I think she's coming up to like eight years since she left. Yes, uh, yeah. So yeah, so she's close to having her tits really blown up again. So well, yeah, yeah. The, last, the last time we saw her was 2013, so it's been about five years. Wow. Rest, man, that's because she'll have major ring rust, man. Major ring rust. And then there was the other female. Uh, news this week, and do you know what that other female news was this week, guys? Um, well, let me guess. Um, the Bella sisters learn how to wrestle. No, learn how oh. to write. Oh, no, learn how to read. <laughs> learn how to read. Uh, <laughs> well, someone who's actually a very great talent, uh, Miss Tessa Blanchard. Not the Bella's then guy. No. <laughs> Tessa Blanchard has signed a long-term contract with Impact Wrestling. Mm. All right, well, move on from that. Anyway. Uh, And before people start calling us WWE fanboys, don't worry, we're going to trash the shit out of that as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, Um, I got somebody else. Did you say that Viper and Kaylee Ray were in the May Young, or did you say the Ring of Honor? Uh, well, they were in the inaugural May Young Classic, but August 16th in the UK, they're both going to be on that show, Viper and Kaylee Ray. Because they're both, uh, well, Kaylee Ray signed for Women of Honor, isn't she? Yeah. As yep. well. Same with Kaylee Ray. Hmm. Interesting. Kelly Klein, tell me how good they are. Exactly. I know you can. <laughs> By the way. Why isn't Kelly Klein in the, in, in the May Young Classic? I don't know. She's still at Well, WWE, I'm going to tweet you right now. Cause, cause, oh, I want to know. Because they're scared. They well, are scared. Not... And they, well, they should be. <laughs> the other thing i got to mention, Ryback's a fucking dickhead. Oh, what's he said now? All right, so he was in an interview. Uh, Kelly he... Klein wants to kick his ass, too. <laughs> so he's Oh, but you know man. Kelly Klein was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this girl. She does MMA and wrestling, Allie Parker. He called her out during an interview, called her a fake girl, and ragging on her for doing her custom shoots, like modeling shoots, yet he sells personalized videos himself. And the girl he's making fun of actually gave her brother a kidney. So he called out this chick out of nowhere in an interview. Wow. He's a fucking dickhead. Is he on another case of road rage or what? 
I have no fucking idea, but I'm just like, right. I'm reading this article because I because I'm like, what the fuck, Ryback? It just like came out of nowhere. That's just like what exactly? Oh my god, I'm just shell shocked. Pardon the pun. Oh jeez, but yeah, he's <laughs> a fucking dumb as fuck, man. Oh my god. Well, um, it's yeah. The time this episode goes out, it'll be tonight. The G1. Well, technically it was this morning. The, the uh, G1 Climax kicks off. Oh, great matches for the opening day. Um, but of course, as Mike and I covered uh, last week, the G1 Special in San Francisco saw some very interesting implosions from the Bullet Club. Okay. okay. I'm firing squad, man. I got to go firing squad for this. I want to see the Gorillas of Destiny, the firing squad, take the tag titles off the Young Bucks. Uh-huh. Agreed. Well, which we're probably not going to see till next month because it's all about the G1 Climax now, but... um. Yeah, don't get me wrong, Bullet Club is fine, but the fucking well, I mean, firing squad. It is my opinion, right? It is my little opinion. It's not It's not a big opinion. There's going to be a lot of people that disagree. I believe the Bullet Club has become stale. Mm-hmm. Stale. Um, I believe... I, I believe it was the right move for Tamatonga. Oh, yeah. And that, because they, they've become very much ignored haven't they since cody's yeah. come in it's all about cody uh and the elite and omega and then you've got yeah and the elite yeah exactly so the bullet club is, hasn't really been the bullet club in a long long time and you had tamatonga cut that promo um a couple of months back basically teasing that he was going to take over and do you know what i mean yeah become a leader himself to which he has um I think the name is great. I think they have the right look. I think the T-shirt and logo is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, not too keen on Akubi in there because I'm like, eh, <laughs> what the fuck's your point? What's the point? You know what I mean? Um, there's a few people that I'd like to see in there. Um, Jeff Cobb, mm-hmm. I think would be quite cool. Um, well, we're expecting. I heard someone say the other. I heard someone say the other day. Oh, well, the whole point of the tongue, the the, the the squad is everyone's got to be Tongan. Well, I said, well, good fucking luck. We're finding a fucking more than six fucking people in wrestling then. <laughs> um, you've got that guy that's in the CWC. Uh, it was in the CWC, I think. I think he's he Tongan or is he from a wise Samoan? Heritage Samoan, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, uh, Sean Maluda? Sean Maluda, yeah. yeah. I know. Is, isn't he? Isn't he Samoan? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. But I don't think that needs... That, that's that's a big... Do you think um, Do you think Bad Luck Fail is going to be the main guy behind it? Uh, I could see Bad Luck Folly in there, yep. Yeah. He's, he's got to be mm. on the firing squad side. I was going to say, do you, think he's, do you think he's the mob father? Like... Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. With his size, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, we know he's been in main events against Okada and stuff like that, so that's that's one notch on his belt higher than anyone else. So it would it would make it would make sense. I'm just not. I'm just kind of looking at it. I'm thinking, what the hell was all this Cody against Omega for then? Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm still waiting for a swerve. Mm. I'm still, I, I don't know. I don't know whether they can now, but I'm still waiting for something. 
I mean, can anyone give me any any news on what what what's what's up with Abusi? Is he injured? Uh, I'll take a look I right now. The last time we saw him, because it's. I was thinking this. I was thinking this after watching it, and I was thinking. We've gone from the Golden Lovers versus the New Box to all of a sudden they've dropped the old fucking thing. In a matter, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Omega's, but but the other week, um, I can't remember what event it was. Um, Ibushi was celebrating something. Well, he celebrated with fucking Omega winning the title. Yep. Hmm. Is that the last time we saw him? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. No, nothing's so, coming up about Ibushi. I think he just wasn't there. Okay, so to me, how good of a swerve would it be if Ibushi joined the firing squad? Oh my god. Because it's got to be a perfect mixture of culture. I mean, I heard someone the other day talking about um, uh, Bone Soldier. Where's he going to go? As Tamatonga brought him in, which he did. Mm-hmm. Where's he going to go? Because, I mean, if you think about it, Bullet Club's got Chase Owens. Yes, he but, does. But what would be all the point in making that big thing about Bone Soldier joining? I think I think Bone Soldier looked fucking awesome in Bully Club colours, if I'm honest. I agree. But what would be the point in having... Do you know what I mean? Because each faction is perfectly balanced in terms of if you've got a tag team, you'll have a main eventer, you'll have a mid-carder, and you'll have... Do you know what I mean? You'll have basically your junior junior heavyweight, yeah. which is, you know what I mean, Ishimori, and then you've got Chase Owens who can rival Ishimori. So in terms of weights, do you know what I mean? They've got it all made up already on both teams. So it is going to be a case of which way does Chase Owens? I, I believe I do I do believe that's the case. Um, I say it's all going to pan out in the next in the next few. It's not going to be. For a long while, because you see New Japan book properly, don't they? Yeah, Do you know what I mean. We may get a they, don't, slight, they don't rush it. We may get a slight answer on um, night one because Fale is against Hangman Page in the climax in the first round. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, we've also got Chaos versus Chaos with Okada against Jay White in the first day. Damn. Oh, uh, nice. Oh. Now, we mentioned this last week, Butcher. I have to ask you so. Jeff Cobb's going to ICW because you brought up Jeff Cobb before they announced his okay. opponent for the event. Aaron Echo, what do you think? Uh, do you know what? Not, not, not a bad thing to say. Not a bad thing to say. I like the fact that uh, ICW is um, putting itself out there. I mean, I'm getting, I'm, I'm tweeting, I'm tweeting Mark Dallas now, and even Lionheart. You know what I mean? I'm getting responses. Mm-hmm. Um, which is good. Which is good. Um, you know, who'd have thought a little podcast that doesn't do anything? Sorry, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Uh, yeah, you know, I like the fact that the, the, they've got they've got balls and they want. Do you know what I mean? They want to play with the they want to play with the big guys. And Mark Dallas isn't isn't afraid to uh, you know to do to to book these things. I mean, Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. That's a big deal. That, that, do you know what I mean? The monster Matanza. He's just shown up in, you know what I mean, New Japan Pro Wrestling. the second biggest promotion in the world. I believe it's the first. I still don't believe, do you know what I mean? 
as far when it comes when it comes to money, we know WWE is head and shoulders. But if we're talking what we're supposed to be talking about, then New Japan is superior in every way. Yeah. You know, it's not supposed to be about money. It's about the product. It's about wrestling, and no, WWE doesn't doesn't do wrestling. We know that. So I mean, I I always kind of when people say, "Oh, yeah, WWE is still the number one product," that kind of go, mm, "Whatever." You know what I mean? It's the if that's what product. you want, if that's what you want to believe, then you believe it. You're entitled to your opinion, but we 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 know you're full of shit. You know, you start to talk like Ashley Freed. <laughs> And what's great about it is we talk about wrestling, too, is because, you know, we mentioned the girls, Viper and Kayla Ray for Women of Honor. Look at Ring of Honor now. The Ring of Honor Dojo is partnering with the internationally recognized schools, four of them. You got Maryland uh-huh. Championship Wrestling, the Monster Factory, the Team 3D Academy, <clears throat> and the Power Factory. So look at the dojo and what they're doing Ring there. Ring of yeah. Honor is starting to make some waves again. That's good. Yes, it is. It's, it's rebuilding itself again, isn't it? It's, go, it's yeah. gone through the uh, period where people accuse WWE of nicking all their major talents, which is just like... How can you nick talents? You can't nick talents. You, you don't nick talents. Talent, talents, talent moves. Yeah. You don't nick talents. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, no one is forced to put a signature on a piece of paper. So there is no. At the end of the day, it's 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 like anything in business. You go for what's going to make your company work. Yeah. You know what I mean? You 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 want you want the best. You, you know, it's just a shame the best. Sign with a company that's got no interest in it, getting the best out of the best of the best. You know what well, I mean? I mean, it's a shame really that Triple H isn't booking because I'm sure he's got all the best interest for all these guys, but obviously Vince yeah. hasn't got a fucking yeah. clue what to do with them. Well, you know, it's again, it's that, it's that, it's that conversation. Um, Vince spent a long time fucking putting people out of business and buying out the competition, um, to the point now where. He's lost his fucking marbles. Yeah, you know what I mean. He doesn't. He stopped. He stopped producing talent, and it's get the check. Let's get the checkbook out and let's sign other people's talent because they so they can't. Out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Outdo us, and then we're just gonna fuck them up. We're gonna cover Kevin Owens in blue fucking blue dye. It's it's, it's ridiculous. It, it's just it's just silly. And I mean, I read that call, I read that um, statement by Jeff Cobb, saying that WWE didn't fucking, they had no interest in him whatsoever. Oh, to, to have a tryout and then cut his tryout. I fucking don't tell me that guy's not good enough. <laughs> please, please. I mean, he didn't look good enough the other day. I'll be honest. I, I was pretty pissed off with his match. I didn't. You know what I mean? For anyone that. Hadn't seen him before. He would have shown a little bit of potential. Um, I think it's just lucky people know who he was. I th- I think that's what it was with me. Is I was expecting him to do a lot more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because flips and fucking inverts and a bit a bit more what he's capable of. But he wasn't turning up as that. Do you know what I mean? When you see the monster Matanza in a fucking boiler suit and the mask. And he does a fucking stand-up fucking moonsault. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Yeah, you know what that, I mean? that's what I said to Daz. I mean, the dude does standing shooting star, standing moonsault, yeah. and you're like, what yeah. the fuck? But you've got a guy who looks... And this is what always kind of made me think, is it going to be him against Elgin? Because they look very, very similar. I remember Elgin when he came into ROH. And they do look very, very similar in technique. And that's why I was kind of swaying... You've got to remember it. They brought him into New Japan, 
and he's supposed to be more of an athlete, not a monster that can do extraordinary things. <clears throat> you know, so his, his, his style will adjust a lot more, um, which we'll we'll just have to get used to. My only my only worry is if he moves from Lucha on a permanent basis, will he lose some of that? Do you know what I mean? Some of that energy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I think the I I I really do think the monster Matanza thing is fucking it's special. It's special. I just wish he could own the gimmick managers fucking sign for WWE with that because that'll be amazing. Just have fucking Paul Ellering bring him in or something in NXT. Oh, I like the way you think. Yep. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. And, ev- and and eventually then fucking you know what I mean? Fucking put him with fucking authors of pain. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's little things like that. I just think you miss you're missing that little bit of the puzzle, and that guy is the puzzle. I just hope it doesn't hurt him if he breaks away from Matanza. Well, the only other thing I wanted to say that was really good because we talked about it in the intro of the show, man. Trent Seven, Tyler Bate against the Undisputed Era. What a match! Wow! Wow! I mean, after the freaking annoying dueling chant died down. Yeah. Which has finally okay. replaced what as the most annoying chant in the world. You want to hear something so funny? All right. So I had the show on last night, guys. And when they were going back and forth and they wouldn't shut up, it's like, would they just be qu-? My mom out of nowhere just goes, would they just be quiet already so we can just enjoy the match? Mm. I mean, you want them to chant and react to stuff, but chanting the same thing nonstop for 10 minutes is taking the Exactly. Pet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just, I, I don't want to go down the road, the road, the road of uh, saying uh, Americans talk too much. Well, fuck me, Americans talk too much. <laughs> All right. I, I was exactly the same because I was like, this is the same shit all the time. It's like taking Bailey to the UK. UK come up for a song for Bailey. Next thing you know, they're in fucking Australia, irritating bastards. <laughs> and they're trying to sing the, hey, Bailey, ooh, ah, uh, and they just wouldn't shut up, and you're like, fucking stop milking it. All right, so he, you know, what you're you say, Americans talk too much as oh, a fellow American. Sorry, yes, we... sorry, Mike. You know no, I mean? no, you're but fine. I'm going to say yes, we do. Donald <laughs> Trump, for fuck's sake. I mean, come on. I know, I know. I, and, and I apologize for that, but yeah, he's, he's, he's a dick. And number two, yes, we do. We do. And, and it's unfortunate, because that's how we are. Uh, but yeah, it is funny. Donald Trump. I, I, we, I apologize for the whole bullshit, okay? I just am. It's just bullshit. Oprah Winfrey, fuck's sake, Mike. Ricky fucking Lake, Jerry Springer. Dr. You have a car, Hill. you have a James car. Jerry, Jerry. Even talking more than fucking did in the UK. Now he's over in the States. <clears> it's like have... a thing that when you fill in your fucking visa to go to the United States of America, there's a, there's a question on there that says, do you talk a lot? Yes, maybe, yes. or no. Or no. <laughs> Matt, Mike, do you, know, do you know what you should apologize for the most? What? Sending us Piers Morgan back. Yeah. We, we thought we got him. rid of him. I know, 
Uh, okay. Yeah, we. I will definitely apologize for PS4. I know exactly what you're talking about. So yeah, we got Mike. We got Mike apologizing Americans for Americans. <laughs> it's the truth. All right. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm proud of my country, but we're, we're a lot of fuck. There's a lot of motherfuckers over here, and I, I can admit that. See, it is. And I'd like to apologize on behalf of Britain exactly for Love Island. For oh, <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for that. Oh. So I don't think we can apologize because actually it's a good thing because they got it out of the way this week. Mojo Riley finally beat No Way Jose, and thank God he's not on the PPV. Yeah, let's get that out of the way. We got that out of the way. Fucking Mojo Riley. Oh, hey, Bobby Roode's back, but here he takes a loss to Barry Gordon in the tag. <laughs> it's the Catalina fucking wine mix. I mean, at least, at, least, at least he was on TV. Yeah, at least he was on TV. <laughs> uh, Bobby's Bobby's being buried, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's... You've got to be pissed if you're Bobby Roode, man. I'm pissed for him. Mm. There's absolutely nothing glorious about this. It's not. Uh, He's now not not so glorious, Bobby Roode. He he couldn't. Do you know what the funny thing is now? He cannot even use that catchphrase, can he? No. It makes no sense. Do you know what I mean? Because the first thing someone like me, being a cunt, would do is... Go ahead. Ridiculous. How can how can he how can he even say he's glorious? It's like he's, Ty be, he's being buried exactly like Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger might as well just fucking put fucking one hand down, put one hand up, and subtra- subtract four. That's what Ty Dillinger is. He's a one. He's a one. <laughs> Do you know what we see? You know... We see the formula now. If you get over, you get buried. So maybe this is why they're still pushing Roman. I mean, Ty Ty (laughs) Dillinger's even cut his ponytail out. Well, did you see the whole thing where Ty Dillinger's on, like, online and stuff, and he's doing the stuff with R-Truth? I'm like, what's the next thing they're doing? We're going to put him in a tag team with R-Truth? Nothing ever came of that. Nothing ever came of that, no. It's bad. I I just don't know. I don't know because, see, for me is I want to see someone like Ty Dillinger get the chance that he deserves. You know what I mean? Stan. It's a super kick Stan. Yeah, I mean, he's been there for, what, and, 12 years now. And exactly. You know what I mean? You don't want to see him fucking almost... Being a bad carrier. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Being the guy that looks still looks to the big guys when, when really he's almost a veteran himself, a veteran that's never been pushed yeah. correctly. You know? So how, much, how, how disrespectful is that? The guy, the guy, could go out there and wrestle in another company, but he stays and just, you know what I mean? You can, you can imagine Vince fucking saying, "Ty, Ty, get me a coffee, make it quick." You can imagine it, and he gets that call up after some great fucking matches against Eric Young, and do you know what I mean? You bowl Dallas's and people like that and then it comes up makes a couple of fucking you know stupid fucking entrances in the Royal Rumble as a number 10 gimmicky mm-hmm. but yeah they don't and, make the time to get over but you see this is this is why I constantly see my ass with WWE and people continuously say you know you, you use this term fanboys how are we fanboys how are we clueless it's not your clueless. I said it perfectly the other day, didn't I, Mike? You're spoiled. 
yep. is spoiled. American fans are spoiled. Hence why in that in that um, in that feed on RWT about if you had the debut match in the WWE, where would where would you want it? I'd want it in the UK. I'd want I... it in the UK because they're grateful. UK fans are grateful. I'm not saying that because I've not been to a lot of fuck it, a lot of events. You know what I mean? I've been to a few in Germany. I've been to two, I've been to two in Italy. I've been to more across across <laughs> the ocean than I have in my own fucking backyard. But I would say even Europe, you know, Germany, the fucking they get it. They get it because they don't get it every week. Yeah, and there's not like. There must be a wrestling show every night of the fucking week in America. Every night of the week, somewhere. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. not hard to find. You know what I mean? But, but but they're spoiled to the point where they don't appreciate what they're given. But the difference with, I keep saying, with NXT and what you see on a, on, on a Monday night or, or a Tuesday night... Is a completely different product, and, and completely, completely, yeah. completely. Two oh five needs to get away from fucking SmackDown. Needs to get away from it. Needs to get its own night. And that is the only way that two oh five can be saved, in my opinion. It, it, they're just different shows. They're intimate. They're exactly how them sort of shows should be booked. They're in, they're intimate environments. That they're, they're full of fucking hardcore wrestling fans that that sit there and would sit there for fucking six hours watching chain wrestling, and you know what I mean. Innovate innovation and not want to not want to see some snot nosed little fucking kid wearing a John Cena t-shirt in front of me because I just want to grip grip hold of the kid and eject him from the crowd like you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here, you bastard. You know what I mean? I, I don't do snot-nosed kids with wrestling, man. I fucking hate it. It was a passion. but And I, I was probably the same when I was growing up as a snot-nosed kid. Going, do you know what I mean? People, people talking the same way. They're not, they're not grateful. They're not grateful. They want more. They want more and they want more. And they don't like change. Take take Roman Reigns. You, 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 I don't see a single sign on a Monday night saying Vince McMahon's a wanker. Why aren't we seeing signs saying Vince McMahon's a wanker? He'll probably get confiscated. Well, you no, know, that that's the thing. They, they don't want to abuse Vince McMahon because they are too fucking scared to. That's the thing. Right, Vince McMahon, if Vince McMahon came to the UK, we would have no fucking problem in calling him a wanker. Yeah. He, he would. He'd be shut down straight away. Never mind him coming out doing his truck with, I, I run this. He'd be told to fuck off. That, that's what annoys me. Everyone complains about him and says he's out of touch and all this, and that. they can't wait for him to hand it over. As soon as he's on TV, massive pop. Kiss his ass, yeah, they pop for him. But I fucking, I despise the man. He's ruined. He's ruined. He's he's buried his baby. But 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 the thing is, right, is it wouldn't be his baby if it wasn't for people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it really wouldn't. He does. That's that's the bit. The kind of uh, I'm I'm godfounded by it. Is 
they keep posting uh, WWE's profit margins and they keep saying he's profiting. Why are they profiting? Because he started the network. Because he's doing now all these shows abroad. But people are buying these tickets. He's in the position he's in and he keeps going on about the WWE universe and we have a, we have no fucking say. We have no say. And this is why I keep saying people are sheep. Do you know what I mean? You've got that many fucking, that many WWE fans, man, jumping on the WWE dick. We have no control over what, what we do. We just, we have to go with the flow and just continuously, you know, ride, ride the wave of desperation. It, it's, it's sickening. It's, it's not, it's not right. Like, well, you did bring up sheep and then, well, Seth Rollins, bah. Calling Drew McIntyre a sheep. Yeah, and all hey, the... hey, the sheep yeah, are our thing. Don't don't give that to the Scots. You know what, right? Sheep um, are a Welsh thing, boy. I want. I, do you know what? I want Drew and Rollins, but I don't want it now. I don't want it now. Keep it away. Keep Drew away from him. Keep Drew away from him as far away from him as possible. Because I just think Rollins could hurt Drew. Yeah. Not not by this not by dislocating his shoulder or anything <laughs> like that. No, I you I get Seth in a I, more prominent position. Exactly. I don't want to do anywhere near him because to me, I posted it in RWT. I want to see Drew versus Rollins. I do want to see Drew versus Rollins. The thing is at the minute, what you've got to what you've got to get through is the cashing of the briefcase, which I pray it's on Lesnar. I pray it's on Lesnar because I don't want it to be on Rollins or do you know what I mean or anyone else. Yeah. I, I want I want to see whoever gets it run with it and then um cuz I do want to see Drew and Rollins at some stage. But I can see <sighs> Do you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing Braun fail with the case if I'm honest. It, it, to me, it, to me, right? I got to, right. This, this is going to be painful to say. I've, I've gone past the stage where I wanted the belt on him. I don't like this happy-go-lucky brawn. No, I miss the monster. I don't like it, and that's exactly what I said, didn't I? I don't want him to make him into that fucking super baby face, because that's how they fucked up Kane. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're doing with them, unfortunately. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I don't want. So if we, if, if if I kind of if I kind of take Brock Braun out the equation, and we talk more about obviously Rollins and Drew, to me Drew McIntyre, I would chuck the title on tomorrow because I just love him. I oh, love yeah. his presence. I love the way he looks. He's a Uber. He he's a Uber Uber eagle. Both are him and Rollins. They can both do the eel thing. Braun can do the eel thing. They've got a lot of guys now that can switch between face and heel and be accepted. Do you know what I mean? We're still waiting. We're still waiting for Dean Ambrose to come back for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Or do we get do we get that turn from Drew on Ziggler? I hope not, because I like them together. Not everything can last. And I did say, didn't I, McIntyre versus Ziggler at SummerSlam? Yes. Yeah. You know? Um, obviously, we've we seen it teased last Monday with Seth basically telling, uh, calling Drew, 
you know what I mean, a poppy dog and Ziggler's. And I, I do think, I do think it's going to come. It's in, it's inevitable. Um, keep they obviously keep Drew um, Ziggler as the heel. Um, Do you know what? I'm getting this feeling that Raw and SmackDown are just copying each other because Miz did exactly the same yeah. thing with Team Hell. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Road Dog's writing for both shows now. Yeah. Um, well, oh, yeah, Road Dog, what do you got for SmackDown? We'll take a look at Raw's <laughs> script. Oh, you mentioned oh, that. Yeah. Just change the well, names. Well, we finally got Andrade Cien Almas and Sin Cara this week. And Zelina <clears throat> Vega doing the exact same thing when Andrade was in the ropes. I want to see that in every match. What's your go ahead, Andrade? Oh, my God. I want to see it in every match. <laughs> she's just amazing. She is. She's amazing. She is. And Andrade finally got the win over Sin Cara. I love him, man. I, I, I just love. I just, I just think it's a complete. I just think SmackDown is so shit. Well, I mean, I think it was a little I bit just, better than Raw this week. Uh-huh. I thought it was they more were both bearable. Shit. Oh yeah, they're both shit, but it was um, more bearable than Raw. I mean, let's let's pick if we can pick best and worst segments from both from both shows. You know what I mean, and let's see what we can take from them. I mean. Well, a highlight of SmackDown for me was Rusev's commentary. That was hilarious. He can't pick me up. He can't do it. He can't do it. No. That mm. that, that was unnecessary. I like that they're giving Rusev a little bit more time. Um, it's like we... I don't want it to go... I don't want it to come back and punch me in the face, though. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then kind of like give you that little bit of hope and then take it away. Because I wouldn't be pissed at all, you know, if they put the title on him. I really wouldn't. I'd be so happy. It went, And then people would be like, oh, yeah, but, but, but we could have got a real person breaking. Break. Listen, I'm not asked about It's not a competition who can win the fucking, do you know what I mean? In my opinion, no one will ever replace CM Punk as world champion. Because of the quality and the caliber of his matches. Yeah. Right? Not not even AJ Styles. Not even AJ Styles. When when CM Punk was wrestling out of his boots, CM Punk was the best wrestler in the world. Better than AJ Styles. When AJ Styles was in a company down the road with many, many, many names, CM Punk was the best wrestler in the world. I remember while he was there as well, Styles saying he was you know, better than the best in the world. He is. No, he was. He was in, in, in every in, in every matter of the word. I mean, I remember Styles watching that guy when um, I think he I think he went from ROH. I think he he had a stint in CCW, and then he went to TNA with Julio De Niro, and then he went back to ROH. Mm-hmm. And the guy was untouchable. He was untouchable. That there was a reason that WWE signed him because they knew it was the best. He, he set the trend, in my opinion. CM Punk set the trend for indie guys getting their chance in the WWE. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him and Daniel Bryan, when, yeah. So when indie guys stand in the WWE ring, they've only got one person to thank for that because he set the standard. He was the first little guy to win a heavyweight title, apart from Rey Mysterio. <laughs> You know, but that was just fucking pointless anyway. But do you know what I mean? It's 
It is. It's. Mm. You know what it is too. Also, since you did mention the world champion, I gotta say, it, DC, I'm coming for you, motherfucker. Right. Go ahead. <clears throat> I yeah. can't think of anything that looked more fucking staged. Yep. And pathetic. Right. Dana White. You fat, bald-headed bastard. If you wanted a credible company to be an entertainment company, then you should have just started a wrestling fucking product. You've taken what is regarded as the best fight network, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Product in the world. There's a reason that the likes of Pride and Strikeforce no longer exist. UFC guys like guys like Tanner, Evan Tanner, guys of Matt Hughes. You know what I mean? People listen to this and they think that the, I get accused of talking shit. I've been watching fucking UFC for fucking for nearly fucking fifteen years. I know my shit. But you have you have Daniel fucking Cormier. Knocks out Stippy Miocic. The light heavyweight division and heavyweight division have been broken for fucking years. Right? And then I have people talking that Brock Lesnar's credible. He's incredible. Right, tell me how Brock Lesnar's credible. Because the last thing I look at is Brock Lesnar's CV of fights in in UFC. It starts with a has-been fucking Frank Mir, who he gets fucking choked out by. Then he knocks fucking Frank Mir out. And then he does it again. Then he fights Steve Carwin who, in my opinion, people say he might have been on top of his game, but he mauled Carwin, right? Then he beats an, an old man, still a very, very good fucking champion, Randy Couture, beats him, hands down, right? Hell, hell of a fight. But then you look at his, look at what happens after. It's got nothing to do with his fucking diviculitis or anything like that. He gets schooled by Alistair Overheem, and then he gets schooled by he gets schooled by Cain Velasquez. Well, he gets schooled by Velasquez first. Overeem was his last fight in the octagon, mm. right? Cormier, you look at Cormier's background as a fighter, right? People say he's beaten everyone in the division, but what division? What what fucking division? Tell me. The divisions are fucked. The only person that he hasn't beaten that's got a credibility is Bones Jones. Because Bones Jones can't keep white powder out of his fucking nose or steroids out of his fucking system. That's why. Right? Homie A can walk around the fucking octagon going, DC, listen to DC. Listen to DC. Call he's out gonna, Brock Lesnar. He's going to put surprise, him to sleep. Surprise, people. Surprise, surprise. As soon as he says Brock Lesnar, whoa, whoa, doody. That cameraman was waiting to film that shit. Yep. Brock fucking chucking his jacket in, getting in the ring, walking in. This whole fucking thing was staged. Dana White fucking rubbing his fucking wallet in the fucking corner. You can see him smirking like a motherfucker. Joe Rogan sitting there ready, right? The whole thing was a stage. The only thing that made me fucking chuckle was when Brock Lesnar fucking pushed Cormier and Cormier nearly flew out the fucking building. <laughs> and then, he, and then, then you did. get that miniature-ass little fucker that's on Cormier's fucking training team, goes yes. to push Lesnar, and Lesnar doesn't even move a fucking inch. That was amazing. I'm like... I'm like, if that had been real, that guy would have been fucking flawed. What, what about right? Cormier telling him he put him to sleep? Uh, fuck, fuck off, Cormier, man. I ain't having none of this people saying. 
the, the, the realistic thing in this is when Brock Lesnar fucking left the UFC, he was overweight because of his condition. He yep. was out of shape and he was only interested in money. I see Lesnar fight Mark Hunt before this other fucking drugs fucking thing. Personally, I don't think he failed a drugs test. I, I know he failed on a substance, but to me, drugs, drugs, you can't call a person a drugs chief these days. You can't because you, you look at Olympic athletes. We, we had a young girl that fucking got fucking, um, she, she lost a gold medals in the skeleton mm. in the Winter Olympics for taking a fucking Vicks inhaler to cure a blocked up nose. Fuck that shit, man. You can stick your drug fucking cheats up your ass as far as I'm concerned. Bones Jones is a drugs cheat. Bones Jones is a drugs cheat. The man should never be allowed in a fucking octagon again. But we know people like Dana White need, need money. So you know what I mean? Dana White swallows his fucking pride and says, I'll give you another chance, Jones. Don't let me down. But he'll let you down because he's a wanker. Well, you know? Never mind. He's on his third, yeah. Fourth. Fourth. This will be his third. He's finished. Fourth. Right, so he's had more chances than Randy Orton. <laughs> so, but but you get fucking idiots, right? Contrary to belief, they go, oh no 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 no. Bones Jones is a uh, Bones Jones is um uh, he, he didn't fail a drugs test. The uh, the people behind the energy drink have come out and said that it, it was their fault. Fuck off. Talk fucking wet. So you're telling me there's people all around the fucking world that have fucking bought millions of these fucking energy drinks. If they go for a piss test tomorrow. They're going to fail it. Fuck off. Don't talk fucking wet. <laughs> fucking hell. Do you know what? Look, honestly, I never thought I'd be ranting about a fucking UFC. It was just fucking ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was. Tyson and Austin was more was. believable than that. Do you know what I mean? Bro Brock Lesnar standing here. You know what? When I came into this company, I, it, was, it was a dead division. And they were a piece of shit. Stevie me chance, you're a piece of shit. It was almost like a Scott Steiner promo. It almost was. It was. I was waiting for him with his sixty-six <laughs> percent. <laughs> that gives you that gives you a thirty-three point nine percent chance of beating me. But no. if I beat you, that's a sixteen point eight. The whole division, they fat asses, because they got them fat asses, and they all fat that's asses. All fat asses, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, that Roy Nelson, he's one of our country countrymen with his fat ass. You know what I mean? I just, I just, I just thought it was stupid. It, it was what, and everyone's going crazy about it. And, and it shames me to say this, right? But Stone Cold Steve Austin, shut the fuck up. We, we know the man loves Brock. Oh yeah, they're good friends. You know what I mean? But don't make yourself sound stupid as saying that. That, that, that's the best goddamn fucking promo I ever heard. No, it wasn't. It was shocking. It was a James Ellsworth promo. You had the, you had the twenty. I, I will, I watched the Brock Lesnar way three hundred what? Well, he's like two ninety five, three hundred. Yeah, two ninety five, three hundred. Let's just let's just say three hundred, just to be safe. Yes. So you got a three hundred pound guy and around six foot six foot five. Yeah. Six foot five. Yep. Six foot five. Right. He goes into an octagon. A little midget trainer, Daniel Cormier, pushes him, doesn't budge him, doesn't budge him at all. That doesn't phase Brock at all, right? But then you've got him cut this stupid ass promo, pointing at the belt. That's my motherfucker. That's my motherfucker doing a fucking Juice Robinson, but Juice Robinson does it ten times better. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, that's my motherfucker. You know what I mean? And 
but Daniel Cormier, I tell you what, Daniel Cormier's bit was the best. Push me now, go to sleep later. I was like, I, do you know what? But the reality of it is, Brock Lesnar could lie on Daniel Cormier for fucking three rounds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But how does Brock Lesnar just walk in and get a fucking title shot? Because because Dana knows he's going to get money. That's why I say UFC is not it's not credible anymore. Anyone who says that company's credible, it's full of shit. It's lost its credibility in my in my opinion. The days of TOTs, Chuck Liddell, Randy Couture, um, fucking Evan Tanner, Matt Matt Hughes, Chuck Liddell, it's gone. It's gone. Dan Severin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ken Shamrock. Uh, yeah, Ken Shamrock, the Gracies. Uh, everyone to put that fucking company on the map. You know what I mean? It's gone. Rashid Evans. It's all, it's, it's all for nothing. It's all for nothing. Dana White has fucking ruined it. It's ruined. I don't get any excitement from watching UFC anymore. And that, that for me, that for me was just fucking hell. Brock, Brock Lesnar without, without without his bitch, Paul Heyman. Also, what was hey. his Brock dressed like something out of Django Unchained? Yeah. He, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? I was waiting for someone. I was waiting for uh, fucking Samuel L. Jackson to pop up. Motherfucker! Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> now, well, Butcher did bring up a great point because we played it on New Japan Max Wrestling. Butcher, how about that post-match promo from Juice Robinson, motherfucker. He done it again. Oh, I love the man. He did it again. I love the man. I love him. I love him. I just... I didn't even answer but, your question. But, but you, do you know what, right? There's, there's a thing with that, right? You know when he, when he, when he, when he won the title? Yeah. Yep. And he cut that promo. And he basically slated NXT and WWE. And I was like, dude, I can't wait to call your bluff. I can't. There's one thing you need to do when you when you say that you're you will be, would be willing to say no. Yeah, you make sure that you say no when the offer comes. You yeah. should make yourself look stupid. Because I never thought EC3 would go back. You know, you make yourself look stupid. And like I said, it's all about money at the end of the day. It's how many zeros he can put on. At the end of the day, he says he's an American. We all know Americans manage to live over in the, in the Orient and they live comfortably. And you know what I mean? They're, they're happy, happy ever after. Japan's become very, very Americanized anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, it's as multicultural as the fucking UK is. And believe me, we've got more fucking foreigners over here than fucking anyone. <laughs> you know? That's not a bad thing, though, people. Don't remain. You know what I mean? Don't, don't accuse me of nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like America. America's got its districts. You know, I I wouldn't have a problem with that. I mean, fucking hell, I loved fucking New York, man. When I went to New York, walk down one street, you bump into nothing but Irish men. Turn the fucking corner, you got fucking a bunch of Irish going to fucking Mooley, fucking Mooley. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wanting wanting to fight a black guy that's just walking across the road. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking Mooley. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you must see Rocky. You know what I mean? And that's what it is. But and then you go right up the fucking road, and then you've got the fucking you you, you got you got the Mexicans. 
You know what I mean? They're fucking driving around on fucking tractors and Mexicals. <laughs> but but that's it, you know. But I just I just hope the juice kind of keeps. I like and I think credit to him, credit to him, because what he said was it would never amount to anything. And this, do you know what I mean? Title. I really, really hope that there's, there's. I think we will see a time where they put the big belt on him. And I remember last year when they were calling for him to, uh, they were they were saying that this year would be big. They would be big things from him. Yeah. And that's just it's just nice to see that you know, New Japan isn't scared to take a chance. I mean, the thing you with know NXT, what I mean? the thing with NXT is it's changed a lot since Juice was there as CJ Packer, and it's changed a hell of a lot more since EC3 was there as uh, Derek Bateman. I think mm-hmm. they've just yeah. got like better yeah. memories, and obviously, when they see how much it has changed, they kind of go, eh, "I just, okay. I just think, I just think when we, when we, like I say, we're we're relating to Derek Bateman as Derek Bateman. Yeah. Um, you you have to look at NXT, and it, it was very nothing much but a developmental, wasn't it? Yeah. There was the there was the leftovers of FCW that a lot of the talent wasn't good enough. Eli Cottonwood, for fuck's sake. I mean, talking about a moustache. You know? A moustache. A moustache is a thing that goes on your face. I don't have one. You have them. The crowd has them. But my moustache... Hang on, hang on. He said he just didn't have a moustache. Now he's talking about he's got a moustache. <laughs> Are you like... But then you look at the likes of Titus O'Neil. He's not improved since fucking then. Nope. You know? But NXT has become another brand. Another brand. And it's like I said, if, if NXT wasn't part of the WWE universe and wasn't a WWE product, right, we, would, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be saying... It's a feeder company. We would be saying that NXT is the best fucking company on the planet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I honestly believe that NXT, it doesn't, I don't think it needs Vince McMahon's money. I don't think it needs Vince McMahon's money. No, no, it doesn't. I, I, I just don't. I don't, I don't. I don't think it does. I think it helps. But I just think that there's there's enough people around, you know what I mean, that that, that would run that fucking product. Well, I got to say this as well, because we talked about Hiromu being nuts. What do you think about Josh Barnett going after Jay White after that JR spot, which JR looks at her rib? We've seen the last time Josh Barnett got in a fucking wrestling ring. Yeah, that's was in that shitty company down the road. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't be fucking stupid. I hear a lot of people kicking off about the JR thing, if I was honest. And I was just yeah. like, listen, I couldn't give a fuck. I, 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 I've gone past the days when I thought Jim, Jim, Jim Ross was a god. Do you know what I mean? I personally, I no longer now, having listened to people coming up, do you know what I mean? You listen to your Mauro Ronellos. You listen to your, is it, what's his name? Um, does NXT? Oh, Phillips, Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips, yeah. Tom Phillips. You listen to your Tom Phillipses. You listen to your Cordy Graves. Even though I've kind of gone a bit with Cordy Graves. Nigel McGuinness. Nigel McGuinness is is superb. Um, 
Do you know what? I like Don Callis. I do. Me too. I do like Don Callis. Um, I used to be a big fan of Mike Tenay. Yeah. The professor, yeah. Big fan of Mike Tenay. Um, so you see, I, I think, I think, I think, I think Jim Ross is very, very good and was very, very good. But I think, I think his time's come and gone. I think there's a time that I think Jim, Jim, in all honesty, is keeping himself busy. Obviously, after his uh, wife passing, mm-hmm. and this is how he kind of, do you know what I mean? This is his way of dealing with stuff. But I just think. When I when I listen to him talk about New Japan wrestling, I'm like, does this guy even watch what he's talking about? Because I don't get I don't get the believer I don't believe like when I used to watch him call a Stone Cold match or an Undertaker match, I believed every word he was saying. He was invested in it. I don't get the same impression when he calls a New Japan that he's invested in it. I believe he's just getting paid. Mm-hmm. You know? Callis, I love listening to Callis. Love listening to Callis. Callis and Kelly, innit? Yeah. Yeah, Don Callis and Kevin Kelly. I think, yeah. I think I think they're both freaking brilliant. Um why were they not both calling that match though? Why were they not calling that? I think with the Access T V stuff, it's uh JR and Josh Barnett. Oh, okay, fuck Josh Barnett. <laughs> I, um, I what he did in MMA, yes, but the wrestling I know he when he wrestled Bobby yes, Lashley, one of the worst matches ever, yep. I'd rather I'd rather see Ch- Ch- Charles Sh- Shannon on it personally. Charles Shannon would be very brilliant. good. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I do. I was actually watching a lot of his uh, YouTube stuff the other day, and the guy's funny. The guy's hilarious. He's really funny. I mean, yeah. Jr. has picked up a pretty nasty injury from that. I mean, obviously it was an accident, and he said himself, you know, Jr. a good kid. He did the right thing and everything. Um. But what was it like a broken rib or something yeah, like that? Rib. And he's in danger of uh, catching pneumonia or something. Wow, I didn't know. I see, I didn't know that. Yeah, but at least yeah, he's defended Jay that. White. But at the end of the day, Jay, Jay White's Jay White's a character, man. Do you know what I mean? He's got to have this heelish. I mean, I, I don't think I actually seen the. Uh, the bump, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, it was literally um, a suplex into the Did it have something rail. to do with? Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, I see that, but I didn't, I didn't see Jr. take the, take the brunt of it. Yeah, you see him go flying once the bear gets him, and the first thing Jr. says is, "Where's my hat?" <laughs> see, my 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 problem with that was maybe the the announcer table was in the wrong place to start with. It was mm-hmm. a stupid place. It, it was, was like, literally in the corner. I don't, I just, I don't see the point in stuff like that, man. You just. You don't. I, I wouldn't personally have a, an announce table at ringside anyway. Why was it behind I, the guardrails? Really yeah, I just I just wouldn't have it ringside. I mean, I'd have it somewhere else. I mean, at the end of the day, you don't you don't. It's not fucking WWE, man. We don't cut to fucking Michael fucking Cole every fucking five seconds. You know, all you need to do is is hear the commentary. Is the hear the commentary? You got an introduction to them. It shows you them. You know what I mean? They have a quick conversation. They cut. They cover the fucking introduction to a match. Do you know what I mean? Post match fucking se- segments, and that's it. That's all you need to know. They don't need to be at the unless you're actually going to utilize an announce table in a spot. It doesn't need to be in the front, does it? No. No. 
you know it really doesn't so i mean in a way in a way i kind of look at it and i think yeah new japan are responsible for that you know i mean when two guys when two guys go out of the ring they're, they're going to utilize the area yeah you know maybe jay you could I mean, but you could criticize jay white and say well why did he throw him into that barrier why didn't he throw him to it's you do you do what you just do i mean i don't agree with people fucking shitting on jay white for it like because you know well, JR wasn't that's, the only that's... one. I mean, in the Omega and oh, uh, Cody match as well, they did something into the guardrail and it hit the timekeeper on the knee. Either the guardrail yeah. was too light or they just weren't secure I enough. Just, I don't know. I felt I felt that they were too close too close to the ring. Yeah. I I didn't. I felt that you know if you were having two guys two wrestlers stand right next to each other, so you got from the ring apron to the guardrail, we're standing next to us, so that's two guy two guys wide, so that's probably a meter and a half. Yeah, a meter and a half to two meters in width. That's not enough. That's not enough. That's not enough. You, you've you've got to have a significant amount. You know, if all it takes is you losing a fucking row of fucking people on the floor, lose a fucking row of people on the floor, to make it safe. Yeah, I mean, Mike, what was the capacity of the Cow you know Palace? I mean? Was it ten thousand? Uh, I was about well for this show the uh, the Cow Palace was about six thousand three hundred thirty three people in attendance. Fuck. Yeah, but what was you'd the lose capacity? about you'd lose about hundred seats. That's all you'd lose. About oh, seats. capacity. Yeah, it's about like fourteen thousand, I think. Yeah, so they have plenty yeah. of room to cut back seats. That's what I'm saying. You'd lose about hundred seats, hundred and two hundred seats just just for fucking safety. Especially when you know how notorious is you know what Japan I mean? for brawling on the outside really? and high flying moves. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, to me, I, to me, to me, I kind of look at that and I think New Japan gone fucked up. Yeah. Because to me, I think to that falls on them. You know, they can't. They, 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 I, I, but but saying that, I could kind of like call myself a hypocrite because I like I say the intimate. But to me, that that is still going to be an intimate environment. That fucking that's a great freaking arena that is. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's great arena. But I just think, you know what I mean? A bit of common sense. If you if you'd have walked out and you know what I mean, checked obviously, which they probably did, you know, done your done your health and safety checks and stuff like that, it wouldn't have took anything just to take a row, two rows out, all the way around the ring. That 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 is probably less than. Let me just think. Four meters, four meters each for side. If you said twenty, if you said twenty seats, front and back. 20, 40, 60. Just say 100 seats. But 100 seats. Hmm. If you took 100 seats out, that that would have that could have been prevented. You don't need it. You, you, just, you just don't need. Hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. fucking hell, can you imagine one of the public getting it? That's a lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know so I mean? I was... That's, that is thousands. Yeah, so I was close. If you look at the Cow Palace, their capacity, the most is for concerts. It's like over 16,000. Ice hockey's 11,000. Basketball's 12,000. Yeah. So again, about 16,000. Yeah. <clears throat> it's nothing, is it? You lose losing under six fucking hell. Oh. Is that a couple of few, few thousand? A few thousand dollars? A few thousand, yeah. Compared. <laughs> uh, ridiculous. I'll take it to the end. Ha ha! 
What's up, everybody? This is Mike Larkin, the host of the Pop Culture History Podcast. Tune in as I take you through the history of pop music. Check it out on SoundCloud, MCLarkin92. Get ready to have fun and shake your tail feather. I'm out, everybody. Peace. You're listening to Haunted by Diamante, the second theme song for our next special promo slam free. That's available on their new album Coming In Hot, which you can check out now on iTunes, Spotify and Apple Music. Promo slam free comes your way August 18th with a special pre-show on the 17th as Mike defends the Norris Championship and we talk NXT TakeOver Brooklyn and SummerSlam. Crazy Cat Lady Maureen. Crazy Cat Lady Maureen? Wow, so that's like... A new character we could use. Oh no no wait, wait. it was Marilyn. Ma- Marilyn. 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 Sorry, Maureen. Marilyn. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just want to know what the uh, cats meant. So yeah, if you could comment this yes. week and tell us what's the deal with the uh, the cats. Hang on, I'm, I'm counting curious. now. 43, 58 cats that's more comments than we've ever had <laughs> so thank you thank you thank you thank you for your hard work in m58 cats that we don't have a clue what they meant <laughs> you know we, 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 we stand by constructive criticism and we would love people to comment and, and criticise us. Call me a wanker. I don't care. You know what well, I do, because I'll come find you. Um, no. Um, yeah, go. It's just how we learn. I mean, you know, people, people just continuously saying, oh, yeah, they love the podcast. If there's anything that we can change that you would like us to add into any for wrestling if it's a wrestling product if you would like us to talk about a segment um you know what i mean that we could introduce something like i don't know just for instance a fan wants us to watch a match and then review i don't know it's fucking we we do this week in week out because we love it we don't do it for money because we damn sure don't get paid you know but this is as much yours, your show, as is our show. So if you want us to do something for you, then God damn it, tell us. You know, if you want me to come under your bed, <laughs> then yeah, I, I suppose I could do that too. But that, that would be a fee, and my PayPal account is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got multiple masks. I can dress up in multiple outfits. <laughs> but they're extras. They're extras. You know? This, this is preferably for adults. Do you know what I mean? The kids, don't be fucking ditched. You're getting me locked up. Right. Now, on to the more depressing stuff. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, for starters, there's 11 freaking matches to get through. And we got... Sanity on the pre-show. Yeah. Oh, I'm... 
what was it five of them have actually got special rules and one of them is on the pre-show yeah so. the, we got a table we got a tables match an extreme rules match uh james ellsworth is above the ring in a shark cage again with a damn uh, shark cage yep a cage match and an iron man match that's it i mean a cage match fair enough and Alexa and I is an extreme, fair enough as well. But yeah, an Iron Man match it's and extreme. James Ellsworth above the ring in a shark cage. Neither of those are extreme. I mean, the shark cage is just stupid. I hate those matches. We're using the term extreme. Not, I know. Not so extreme. Not so extreme rules. The only thing extreme is fucking James Ellsworth's face. You know what's shocking even about that? That is a married man. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Why is it they bring him back? That fucking that gimmick man it was. You know what it is too? I think they also wanted to capitalize the fact that he was doing the intergender thing on. Yeah, the that's what I mean. It was that gimmick. Yeah. But he was, was doing the homage, wasn't he? Well, there was rumors that that's what Vince wanted to do in WWE before he left. Yep. The homage and- to Andy Kaufman. And it was said that, and it was said that uh, he wasn't too happy about it. To which then he started doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then I Poor guess Asuka, was... dude. Poor Asuka. Poor freaking Asuka. I mean, Jesus. That's... Well, that's why I say I think it was getting over. I guess they saw the attention it was getting on the indie, so it's like, hey, James, come fight Asuka. Triple H, man, got to be sitting there thinking, fuck, why do I bother? <laughs> what have I wasted two fucking years? And a fucking streak bigger than Goldberg's of this. Know what I mean? Yeah. She We've was... just beaten an all of famous well, it is well fucking pointless streak, because I've criticized this Goldberg streak many a times. But you know what I mean? She, she champion, undefeated. And then She's doing an in-ring segment with fucking James Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. She was a lion it's... in NXT. She's a puppy dog on SmackDown. What you prove? What you prove? Well, Carmella was right, wasn't she? Who's ready for Asuka? Everyone's ready for Asuka. But where, where's, where's that? Do you know what I mean? All of a sudden, he's licking fucking Carmella's toes, which I wouldn't mind doing, by the way. <laughs> um, he's licking Carmella's toes, and wow, all's forgiven. I don't know even what to say, just on the fact that if we if we'll, if we'll start off with this one for predictions, Carmella and Asuka, James Ellsworth in the shark cage. I could see him like throwing something down or doing something to distract Asuka, and Carmella retains, and then Asuka wins it at SummerSlam. Mm. That's where I think that they're going to go. So I will say Carmella in that. Okay, we'll do that one first. Yeah, uh, I got Carmella as well. Butcher. I'm going to go with... It's got to be Carmella, man. It has to be. It won't change until SummerSlam. Uh, Carmella's got to have some sort of, uh, I don't know, some sort of bodyguard to kind of take Ellsworth out of the equation. Unless Asuka wins, uh and then Ellsworth takes her on for the title. No, oh like, god, yeah, I could see them doing that with the no Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my mind. I'm gonna go with Asuka. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh 
Daz, I think if you want to go in order, you want to do the pre-show match, it's the New Day against Sanity in a tables match. Uh, Sanity. Sanity. What's your take on that one? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Chaos! I, f- I hate these fuckers comparing them to LAX because of the entrance. Fuck off. Well, who was comparing them to LAX? Impact fans. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, it's... it's this is, it's there's a, a massive list. difference. There's a difference with it, yeah. And it's not just talent. <laughs> fucking hell. LA fucking X. Jesus and like, Christ. And I like LAX, but yeah, they're completely different entrances. Fucking people. Fucking hell. <laughs> as uh, I said, are we talking about new LAX or old LAX as well? Well, well they both have kind of like the same feel, but new LAX... Because yeah, you got homicide yeah. you got you got homicide walking out as if he's like an old man now. You got Hernandez always walking out as if he's got piles. <laughs> well, um, hold on a minute, because I think I don't even know how the hell old homicide is now. He's, he's 40, 45, I think. I'm sure he's forty-five. Alrighty, and homicide is forty-one. Forty-one. It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, fucking just to to kind of say that they're like LAX. Oh come on, man. <laughs> well, they're they're the only. Just when you saw fucking, you know what I mean? Just they've been listening to Andre Corbeil, have they? Is that what it is? Oh well, you're not off with the forty-five because Hernandez is forty-five. Hernandez is older than Homicide. Yes, sir. Shit. No, Hernandez couldn't even break down the walls in fucking Lucha, man. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's how they're building them now. Uh, Homicide Hernandez are the OGs. And then the new LAX is... San- well, LAX is just Santana and Ortiz, but since they got Kingston with them now, Homicide and Hernandez are the, just the known as the OGs. Oh, jeez. Are they going to bring in... they're going to bring in a female to get rid of a... Well, we... Unless that was a one-off. Well, I'll be telling you right now, a lot of my homies in, in the, and actually our group have been talking about this. Bring in Eva Lise to be with them. They got Lucha Underground Partnership. Bring in Eva Lise. I like Eva mm-hmm. I like Eva Me too. I like the when TNA passed on her as well. Idiots. Yeah. The idiots. Look at her now. I'd love her in WWE, man. Oh, yeah. She was in Top Enough, yep. Yeah. I'd love her in WWE. Uh, it's talking much. All right. So, as a sexy star, isn't he? Free agents as well. Oh, are you, do you really want the sexy star baggage? Or you, oh, you yeah, like... I would. Okay, I would have it. I would have it. it wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't. Yeah, okay, no, how many, how many wrestlers these days, man, have made, made mistakes? That is very true, yes. You know, how many how many have made mistakes? I mean, at the end of the day, it didn't, didn't, you know, that incident with um, Rosemary. Do you not think they blew it out of proportion? Uh, I think it was Rosemary. I think she was pissed off with Hamada and the other girl in the match, and just Rosemary you know, got the worst of that. That's what I mean. She got the brunt of it. She got the brunt of it. But at the same time, there's, there's been numerous wrestlers over the years that have taken bumps, man. Stone Cold, fucking, you know, broken there. Stone Cold ain't just the only one edge. Fucking, do you know what I mean? You, you get up, you move on from it. You don't put, you don't throw stones at glass houses. That's true. Good. When we, I was going to say, when you talk about the Latino talent, Butcher, what if they bring back El Patron, Peril? Oh, Jesus. It's a bit of rumor, didn't it? Uh, well, 
Andrade, Alberto, hello. Um, that's 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 <laughs> what I mean. I, well, I, I, well, it was thinking last week that Reyes signed his two-year deal, hasn't he? That's right, Andrade and Ray. There you go. So you've got Andrade and Ray. I think will happen. Um, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'd do. be really okay with that. I I would I would go as far as uh, it's good. Well, it won't be until after SummerSlam, will it? Because he's got to fulfill some some de- some uh, deals, and then I think it goes into play. I think it's October with the release of the game. Yes, the game. So, what pay per views are coming up? October Survivor Series. Yeah, well, they were supposed to be TLC, but that I don't uh, think is happening. Hell in the Cell. Yeah, Hell in the Cell. There you go. Oh, speaking of the game, what'd you guys think about Ronda Rousey and Roddy Piper and that whole commercial as a downloadable content with Ronda Rousey? I love that whole tribute. Me too. Vince is kicking off, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, Vince kicking off because they've released Ronda Rousey fucking shit. They got rid of women's shirts. And they're, 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 selling, they're selling shirts for big women, BBWs. Uh, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn it, Kevin. Ronda Rousey's a fucking fighting machine. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, by the way, we got to mention the best teal in the business, by the way, because we did talk about the UK. How about Tommaso Ciampa taking out Aleister Black in the back and Johnny Gargano being obsessed? I think you just used gimmick infringement. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Butcher. <laughs> the best deal in the business in NXT. Sorry, Butcher. Do you know what, Mike? I was shaking my head all the way through that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant to say in NXT. Sorry, Butcher. Oh, Mike, I just I spent fucking... spent these three years fucking building that, Mike, and you just can't kind of take it away <laughs> from me. Excuse me. The back. best deal in the business in NXT. There you go. I apologize. Very <laughs> <laughs> me, Gus. Very me. Uh, Listen, that's been... it. That's all you had to do, Tony. That's all you had to do. See how quick he was done. <laughs> Buried. Gone. Out of the fucking window. I got nothing left. <laughs> got nothing left. Now, I, now I'm officially like James Ellsworth or Marty Gennetti. Yes. Taken well, yeah. away in the fucking blink of an eye. Sorry. Two weeks. Best deal in the business in NXT. Tommaso Ciampa and Alistair Black. Can't wait. Me too. No, I can't. I can't. And I, and I also teased it this week, which we all called that Johnny Gargano is going to interfere. I, I think they're going to uh, I think they're going to pull the title as well. I I am going for Alistair Black call up after August. Well, you would think know. with the way Johnny Gargano's like, NXT, he can't be please. the NXT champ. He can't be the NXT champ. So you got to think. Is it going? Is the title going to be on? Oh, it's going to be on next week's NXT. Two, Two weeks. weeks. Right, so when's takeover? Is it August? The... Yes, the uh, 17th. That's San Francisco or Chicago? Like yeah, NXT takeover Brooklyn. I think it's August 17th. Brooklyn, yeah. Right. Okay, so I would probably go as far as saying Tommaso Ciampa versus Gargano versus uh, Black. Black. Yeah. Unless Lars Sullivan comes back from his broken jaw, mm. but I would say I would say more likely that that would be Champa, and then we will go on to obviously Champa Gargano. Okay, yeah, I look at the NXT Takeover specials. Yeah, Takeover Brooklyn is August eighteenth. Then November seventeenth is NXT Takeover Los Angeles. Then it's NXT Takeover in uh, 
Phoenix for January 26th, and then NXT TakeOver for WrestleMania weekend, April 6th. Ah, okay. Interesting. All right, um, back to not-so-extreme rules. Uh, Let's do the Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss and Nia Mm -hmm. Jax. The only extreme rules match of the night. Okay, I got to go Alexa. Ronda gets involved at the end, and then Alexa and Ronda at SummerSlam. Yeah, Ronda costs, well, causes a DQ. Well, that's an extreme rules match. How would they be a DQ? Duh, I had a brain fart. Um, (laughs) So, I'm going to (laughs) say, Alexa gets the win, and then Ronda charges, and she's going to be in the front row. Alexa wins. Alexa, Ronda, SummerSlam. Obviously, Mm. Ronda's going to get involved, or she wouldn't be there. And I think she's going to stand up at some point and say, my uh, suspension runs out today, and then just jumps Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to see Rousey Rau, versus Nia again. No. So, yeah, Alexa. Uh, do you know what? There's a few matches we should probably just get out of Unless the way it's at a point where Nikki, Nikki starts, um, uh, not Nikki, fucking, what's her name? Mickey James, Mickey James starts yeah. getting involved, and then Ronda comes out of nowhere and evens up the odds. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see it. Which then possibly, which then possibly, maybe Ronda does something, but misses, misses Alexa, and it's Nia. Yeah, it's Nia, yeah. I can see a tag match on Raw at some points because Ronda hasn't wrestled yeah. on Raw yet. By the way, when did Paige turn into Teddy Long? Speaking of tag matches, it's SmackDown. It's always tag. We called it as soon as they announced that match. Yep. That's as why soon as they announced the match, I went right. Rusev's going to interfere, and then Jeff's going to run down, and then Paige is going to make it a tag match, and that's exactly what happened. Tag team match player. Uh, but I can't criticize anything Paige does. She's killing it. Yes. Remember when she actually impersonated Teddy Long and people were going men- going crazy? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, she's being racist. No, she's not. She's imp- That's how he sounds. What are you on about? Yeah, what the hell was that crap that, about, That's how man? he talks. Shut up. <laughs> and, like, once again, I'll apologize for Americans on that point. So <laughs> Uh, right, let's get this one out of the way because uh, I can't really be asked of it. Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. That's Constable Baron Corbin. <laughs> Constable Baron Corbin, a.k.a. Murph from the Impractical Jokers. A.k.a. Corporate Kane 2.0. Uh, it's going to be Corbin and then Corbin's going to want a rematch and he's going to order Kurt to make it happen on Raw. And yeah. then he's gonna he's gonna do something or he's gonna punish Finn Balor in some way. I'll go the other way on this one and I'll say Finn Balor just because I don't care and I wanna see this over with Des. Yeah, I think Balor will win. I do think Balor will win, but I think something's gonna run over where Orbin kinda starts making it miserable for him. Oh yeah. He went from the lone wolf to looking like Lars Sullivan's younger brother. <sighs> okay. I know. Yeah. All right, Des, who are you going with Balor or Corbin? Uh, Corbin, just because he's got this ego about him now, and now he's got a little bit of authority, and they don't seem to give a shit about Finn Balor. That that those are my reasons. Um, <clears throat> see now, WC, they were having a, they were having a debate on Balor. You know I mean, I mean, I'm, 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 my my tag partner Tony Kirkendall was like sticking up for him. Mm. No one was listening to Tony. And now we know you know exactly what it's like, Tony, didn't you? No fucking listen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know. But 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 I don't like to see people shitting on him. No. Because then I'm like, 
I know there's a lot of people in RWT, and it's one of the few groups that that I find that I've found and that I've you know liked to have been a part of. It's it's a diverse group. Yeah, it's a very very diverse group. They watch wrestling people. You know what I mean? You, you, the wrestling fans. They're not just they're not fan boys. They're not fan girls. They're wrestling fans, and. Having this conversation about Balor and him, you know what I mean. I think it was um, Messina that was going on about it. Um, our Tongan brother, well, he looks Tongan, looks badass, is what he looks. I was actually looking at my picture the other day. I was going, don't look very fucking English. Now he looks like a bad eel. Looks real bad. Um, yeah, he was going on about um, Finn Balor and you know his, his style, and he looks boring. And I get that. I do get that. But I kind of look at it and I think, but it's not his fault. No. You know what I mean? Like, Stetsky would say, it's not my fault. I've seen you pull people up when they've been insulting Balor and you've just gone, well, go and watch Prince Devitt. Just go and watch it, man. There's fucking, don't, don't knock his fucking style, man. You can't help being watered down or a company being scared to utilise it. Like, utilise you properly. Look at fucking Shinsuke. Yeah. Go watch Shinsuke's fucking stuff. Go watch Daniel Bryan's stuff. You know what I mean? I'm talking. I'm talking Brian Danielson. I go watch his stuff, American Dragon. Go watch him kicking people's fucking heads in. And exactly, that's what I'm saying. You go watch them, their styles, and you go watch them in New Japan Ring of Honor. Go watch AJ stuff. Go watch AJ when he was in TNA. Go watch Samoa Joe when he was in TNA. There was a reason they said Joe's gonna kill you. <laughs> go watch Eric Young do a fucking pile driver. Oh. That's how you do a pile driver. Okay, there's a reason Kurt Angle said that, that Kurt Angle was would take a pile driver, but there was only one person he would allow to ever do it, and it was Eric Young. And this is a guy with a broken freaking neck. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's WWE is responsible for every bit of criticism we give people, whether it be Roman Reigns, whether it be. Fucking anyone, anyone, anyone. At the end of the day, they own the rights to their character, their moveset, the way they talk, the way they stand, the way they fucking wink, the way they... Do you know what I mean? They own everything. Television rights. You ain't going in front of a fucking camera until we tell you so. That's fact. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's a case of leave off fucking Finn Balor. The guy uses fucking charisma, man. Look at, his, look at his character control. Go watch him as Hannibal Lecter. Go watch him as the Joker. Mm. You know? The, the guy's phenomenal. Just give him creative control. Don't fuck about with that stupid demon shit, man, because it's crap. It's terrible. Don't like it. Don't like it. You wait until September. Is it September, Venom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait until September. I guarantee you see Venom. I guarantee. I hope they work something out with Marvel to let him do it. Yeah, I, I guarantee. Well, it's Disney, isn't it? Well, yeah, Disney, Marvel. It'd have to be Disney, one of yeah. So yeah, I, I, I can see it. I can see it. It'd be so cool. I mean, they, the they, guy's creative. They wouldn't even let CM Punk shout his clobbering time on the video games. He just put That's his hands right. to his mouth and yeah. nothing came out. You joking? <laughs> no, on the video games, on his entrance, every time Punk had uh. an entrance on the video game. He'd come out, do the gesture, put his hands to his yeah. mouth, and there'd be no voice. Yeah, that's stupid. That's stupid. 
even yeah, even so, though yeah, that's just that's just shit. my little that's my little rant on Finn Balor, man. I don't believe the lads overrated shit. Fucking, uh, you know what I mean? No, no, under no circumstances. The guy's an absolute fucking genius. Um, stick with Raw for now. Uh, we've got the tag team championships between Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt against the B team. I know they've been pushing B-Team a lot the last few weeks, but I think we've seen it before when someone's had a big push and then it finally gets uh-huh. a pay-per-view. And just... angle. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm oh, going poor... with Hardy and Wyatt to retain. Yeah, poor Fandango's out, man. No, Tyler Breeze doesn't have Fandango. The Riot Squad doesn't have Ruby Riot. What's going on there? Too much work. Mm-hmm. Injuries. Happens all the mm-hmm. time in WWE. And then people have the gall to criticise New Japan style. I really want, I want Breeze, man, to go back down to NXT. Mm. Um, it's, just, it's just painful to watch him, man. It's just it I don't know. You see how you can go from being where he was to having a match with the great fucking Jushin Thunderliger mm. to being like just shit on. Really, really fucking painful. I'm, it's not Mike, nice. Mike, was it you that posted a Disco Inferno criticizing New Japan for their style and how they cause injuries? That guy's a prick. That guy's a I, prick. I've seen I'm blocked two... by him, by the way, so I can't. Even. <laughs> I've seen I two did... major injuries in New Japan in the last two years, and it was Hiromu this past week and uh-huh. Shibata with his hematoma. Yeah, yeah. How many yeah, injuries yeah. we've seen in yeah. WWE in the last two years? The Shibata one was his own fault, in, in all honesty. Yeah. That, that was yeah. Shibata. So. You know what I mean? That's that's nothing to do with fucking New Japan. If Shibata fucking decides to fucking headbutt people, then that's that's his that's his own fucking fault. You know the Takahashi thing was was just a fucking accident. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A fucking accident. It's not fucking good. Glenn fucking Gilberti, man. Fucking idiot. Fucking nobody, motherfucker. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> Just go on for very original, very original fucking theme tune. You know what I mean? Well, and the group that sang it was the Tramps, and he ain't nothing but a goddamn tramp. Fucking <laughs> idiot. Honest okay. to God. All right. So, did you actually see Vince, the... Rus- Vince Russo's bitch? That's what he was. Yeah. <laughs> did you see the actual tweet that he put out there, Butcher? I did. I did see it. Yeah. Would you? Well. I... As soon as I saw it and I posted it to the group, I'm like, okay, I'm going to post this because it's Disco Inferno and he's a joke, number one. And number two, he says he's been saying this bullshit for New Japan for like years now. Why? why he's, he's bitter, bitter, man. He's bitter. He's bitter. That, that's all he ever is. He's just bitter. I've called people, I've seen people call him a great worker. The fuck did he work with? Yeah. So the tweet he wrote was, I wonder if a broken neck is going to wake up the pro wrestling media to talk about how unsafe and dangerous the New Japan style is instead of marking out for the match quality. They lose journalistic integrity if they don't. That is an irrefutable fact. Yeah, whatever. Dean Ambrose, Daniel Bryan, Edge, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker's countless injuries. I would go as far as saying, like, people go on about WWE on the road X amount of days a year. I would go as far as saying that New Japan Pro Wrestling work more dates. Oh, yeah, when they tour, yeah. They travel more miles, I would say. Well, perfect example here. A guy called him out. He wrote, Glenn. Let's talk about the plethora of injuries WWE has had over the past two years compared to the two or three New Japan has had. Sami Zayn, Tyson Kidd, Fandango, Dean Ambrose, several former trainees in NXT. Sure, WWE has a larger roster, but they have no time for healing. Exactly. Mm. Guy's a fool. Guy's a fool. 
it's just it's it's ridiculous. Just you know the the just the lengths he would go to kind of sound stupid. You, you, you only have to go you only have to go watch a fucking disco inferno fucking match to know how fucking stupid he was. Well, the best was the late great American Dream Death Rhodes. He said, because when they did the NWA DVD, he goes, man, somebody the other day asked me about Disco Inferno being in the NWA. And I said, man, don't even ask me about that. <laughs> Dusty Noop. There you go, see? Dusty Noop. Um, right, okay, uh, delete as a world or B teams? Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt to retain. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to start seeing a darker side of um, Matt and Bray, to be honest with you. I wouldn't go. Something. I would. I wouldn't go as far as I would go as far as saying as maybe he'll turn come in soon. Because the B team seems to be very very face like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So I kind of. I kind of see maybe. Do you know what I would like? An abduction. An abduction of Bo. <laughs> yes. My brother. An ab- Abduction of Bo. Do you know what I mean? Brother Bo. Have him freak out and just have him make him cry and have him fucking brilliant. Well, well, I think the matchup... Remember what our daddy used to do to you, Bo? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I think the match here is, guys, uh, I think Matt and Bray as well, because I think we're going to get Matt and Bray versus the Authors of Pain. Mm. Who were on a dark show this week, by the way. A dark match, by the way, this week. Yeah, I'm aware uh, I think that's the match. Matt and Bray against the Authors of Pain. So, yeah, Matt and Bray to retain. That's so much slow. Yep. Yeah. Bray, uh, Bray. How good would a swear would it be if Bray joined the Authors of Pain? Oh, my God. This is my new family, man. Yeah. Drink it up, man. Uh, okay, we talked a lot about Ziggler and Rollins earlier, but obviously they got the 30 man, uh, 30 man, 30 minute yep. Ironman match uh, for the IC title. Uh, Drew McIntyre will be allowed at ringside. Okay. Uh, <sighs> you know what? I can't even go first on this one. I got to think. You well, guys can go on. Not because it's Drew's there. It's got to be Ziggler. But not because of McIntyre. I just think it's not going to put it straight back on Rollins. Yeah, and Dolph just won it, but I don't see. I think they'll be neck and neck, and then Dolph sneaks out with the final pin. So yeah, Dolph Ambrose like, comes back. Oh yes. Oh please, yes. finally. Ambrose um, comes. Back. Ambrose would be a good neutralizer to Drew McIntyre. So there you go, yeah. Dean and Seth against Dolph and Drew. There's the SummerSlam match if that happens. Yeah, Ambrose comes back. Yep. So all going Ziggler. Okay. Um, now. There's been rumours that this will be the main event, and if it is, a lot of people are going to be pissed off. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. I'm going with Roman Reigns over Bob. See, I'm, I'm thinking going they're going to give it to Lashley. I'm going with Lashley. Yeah, I'm with Butcher. Okay, I will be the odd man out, and not because <laughs> I'm the biggest Roman Reigns fan, but knowing the way that they want to get Roman and Brock again down the line, I'm going with Roman Reigns over Bobby. Who, by the uh, way, I, I, I would urge, I would urge people, you know what I mean? Not the thousands of people listen to this podcast, but I would urge everyone that does, if they continue to push Roman Reigns, stop watching the product. Stop watching it. And the thing is, you I know, want Bobby Lashley to win, but I don't think it's going to happen. And by the way, Bobby Lashley main event in WrestleMania. Did you guys know that? Yeah, yeah. 
the uh, the hair versus hair match was the main event. Absolutely. Cena and Shawn yeah. Michaels never happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm going to be the odd man out and go Roman just because, yeah. And But I did like Bobby Lashley saying, believe that this past week on Raw. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like, this... the, I like the fact that Bobby Lashley looked more like Bobby Lashley from uh, the company. Oh, yeah. The, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the eyes, the smile had gone. No more talking about his sister. Yeah. I love how they've just dropped that old storyline straight away. Do you know it's gone? Thank God. Mind you, they had to because I never thought I'd be more grateful to someone getting injured. But Sammy, God bless you. Yeah, God bless you for getting hurt, Sammy. You know, your shoulders may be in pain, but hey, you don't got to deal with this painful storyline anymore. Yeah. It was quite interesting, though, that they never mentioned the whole Brock thing on Raw. And that's the thing, too, because with Brock, I think you, you would have to think that in the future, because one of the reasons why Lashley came back, you got to get Lashley and Brock. Well, that's, that's why it was interesting, because Roman and Lashley are both up. Both of them, they both want to face him. Um, they seem to be trying to make the fans hate Brock for not giving a shit about WWE, but yet, See, this and yet is they won't why, mention this, that this, UFC this thing. Is, this is how I am, how I am with the old Braun thing, with the briefcase. Braun can't fail with that briefcase. But you've got to have the briefcase on someone that he can cash in and win. Yeah. Which, for me, the only one he can cash in and win on is Brock. Mm-hmm. Because you can't have him cash in on Bobby. Mm-hmm. Because it would or, make Bobby look weak. Or and Roman. you can't have him cash in on Roman because Vince won't let it happen. So, in my opinion, the only way that, that can work is by cashing in on Brock. You know, and if you listen to the things, then he literally has to leave WWE SummerSlam. Hmm. Did, uh, did everybody see the meme of uh, DC, I'm coming for you, motherfucker? I'm here to cash in, motherfucker. Fuck. I yeah. saw that. I cracked yeah. up and I died. Well, I have, that'd be so funny if he fucking walked out. You know, imagine walk, walking out in the, U, the UFC with the, with, the, with, the, with the title and all years. Bro! Can you imagine a UFC <laughs> arena just popped for Braun? That'd be amazing. I go crazy. <laughs> Chuck Brock, Brock through the fucking octagon. This is the only way I can cash in you because you ain't at work. You're in the UFC. I'm cashing in the octagon. Yo, come here and get these hands. Motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> get here, DC. You're not going nowhere. Oh, we criticised Dana White for selling out, but God, please make get that happen. Get a mic. Now, where's Conor McGregor? Oh, my God. Don't get these hands to you, little leprechaun. <laughs> can just see it now. Yes. Oh, uh, So, yes, I'll be the odd man out, and I'll go Roman where you guys go, Bobby. All right. Bob. Um, Bobby. Obviously, biggest story on SmackDown at the minute is uh, the, the reunion of Team Hell No. And if rumours are true, they're planning for Daniel Bryan to leave, so that's why I'm guessing they're going to give him one more title run with Kane. Oh. Uh. I, I just, I, you know what? I don't really give a shit. I, I don't <laughs> okay. care. I, I really want Daniel Bryan to leave, if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, I, along with the likes of Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, Bobby Roode, Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, because...
people are like, whoa, 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 because I really don't give a shit anymore about WWE's product. They've got no respect for the talent that they have. You know, they spent years crushing, crushing, crushing companies. Yeah. And they've just become exactly what they, you know what I mean? They, They despised. That old man sits there on the throne and, you know, it's a lonely throne. Um, I mean, I'm, oh. I'm kind of torn with Kane because when he says these one-liners, there's a small part of me that kind of laughs and then there's another bigger part of me that goes, oh, he should be a fucking monster, though. I don't want to see Kane do comedy. I I know. I don't want to see him as a monster. That stupid fucking thing with Daniel Bryan trying to do the flames. Yeah. Now, you do know why I also cracked up on SmackDown because he started quoting NSYNC out of nowhere. Yeah, and he's going, oh. JT's too big a star now. Yeah, then, well, then he quoted this, I promise you, backstage when they were, you know, hyping everybody up for the match. Yeah, didn't that NSYNC? It still counts. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yes. It is kind of funny, but at the same time, you don't want Kane doing comedy. Yeah, no, you want him to be the monster. I agree with you guys, but I got to say this. With the Miz stirring the pot, the match at SummerSlam has to be Daniel Bryan and the Miz. Yeah. But then I could see Team Hell No winning, and I would, like we mentioned last week, I would love to see Sanity take it off of Team Hell No. Yeah. And it's just dawned on me the Miz hasn't got a match. No. (laughs) So that's why I'm saying... All right, I'm going to – my final decision, i got to go Bludgeon Brothers to retain due All to right. the Miz interfering. But you? Mm-hmm. Uh, same. Okay. Dez? Yeah, I, I thought they might give uh, Team Elno an, another title run. I mean, they could same. easily lose it before SummerSlam. That is true, but we shall see. All right, uh, three matches to go. Uh, we mentioned Nakamura, so let's do the US title uh, against Jeff Hardy. Which... What if they're actually what if they're actually gonna use extreme rules for Daniel Bryan and the Miz oh, yeah. to actually mm. get it on? What if the Miz kinda costs Daniel Bryan and then we get D Bryan versus the Miz at SummerSlam? Because I mean it seemed very very, very intense on you know Daniel Bryan punching Miz in the face. And then he even mentioned it back in the New Day segment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, if we, if you hadn't stopped me, then we would. Do you know what I mean? You'd let me punch him in the face. You know? We'd have won. Mm. No, we wouldn't. Yes, we would. You no, would. yes, no, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Biggie's quiet. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's probably what the, the way they're gonna go is you you they're utilizing the old thing to kind of throw you off the uh, scent. Yeah. And what you'll get then is it build up to Survivor Series. You'll have the Miz's team versus Daniel Bryan's team. Uh, I no. do think it's got. I do think it's got the power to go. Do you know what I mean? A while. Yeah, I don't. I, I I want Daniel Bryan to go, but I can't see it. I think his baby's too young for him to actually go over to uh, Japan. It would have to be ROH if he was going anywhere. Yeah. Um. So, um. I think if Jeff and Shinsuke both bring their A game, this could be an absolutely solid match. Uh 
And I'll, and I'll throw the first prediction out. I wouldn't be surprised if they give Shinsuke his first title on the main roster. Yeah, I believe it's time. I fucking well, I believed that. I believed it was time ages ago. But... Yeah. Um. Do you think, Mike? Oh, I'm thinking because I'm torn between. I could see them having Jeff win, and personally, if I was to have him drop it to somebody, I have him drop it to Andrade Cien Almas. Is it what 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 sort of match is it? Is it a extreme just, it's just normal, match, normal match? I can see. I can see. I can see a count out or something. Then. But I, I see count out or something. Shin, the thing is, Shinsuke is struggling at the minute for me. He's got no. He's got hardly any Ws. Yeah. He's got hardly any Ws. Jeff, to be honest with you, is exactly the same position. Do you know what I mean? Other than that US title win. Um, you know what? I, I am going to go for a no contest. Okay. Ugh, no, I, I got to decide here. Hold on. I got to decide. Now, all right. I, because I like Nakamura with I'll take his honor, I take his pride, I take his United States Championship. <laughs> but, uh, know what? All right, I'll go on the side of I think it is time for him, so I'm gonna say Nakamura wins the United States Championship. And even though he's a heel, people are gonna pop. Mm-hmm. Um, on to AJ Styles and Rusev, another normal match for the WWE Championship. I'm going to say Styles. Yeah, I don't think we need to discuss this one very much. I mean, we, I'd like to say Rusev, but uh, yeah, they do seem to be giving Styles a good run. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's silly to even even think, think it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's not, but, but it is. It, it's silly to think that WWE would put the title on Rusev. Yeah, it's, you know what I mean? Even though it's a hell of a I'm going to go Rusev. Oh, you're okay. going Rusev. I am going to go oh, Rusev. Swerve. Yeah. But you know, I think that would I, I would be fine if he wins it. I'd be actually very that's, happy. That's just that's just me. You know what I mean, if, if it comes off, I'll be like, yeah, I knew that all along. You know what I mean? <laughs> I told you so. I told you so. No, that's just that. That's me going with with me with me. And people like, what you are you rather than go winning more than AJ? Yeah, I would. Sometimes you just get to the point where you just kind of like you, you need to. AJ struggling, if I'm, if I'm in my opinion, mm. he's not getting he's not getting used correctly himself. I, I just I just need an end to this house that AJ Styles built, Malaki. I would I soon I'd sooner have AJ as a heel if I'm honest. I mean the club aren't even on TV now. No, the club. Um... Are... Well, they were pushing OGBC, the original Bullet Club thing, like on SmackDown. I don't know if it was shirts or just, I don't know, they were talking about OGBC. But, yeah, you hardly see gals and ants. Just to sell T-shirts. Exactly. Um, They did team up in Japan last week, didn't they? AJ and uh, Mm. Gallows. Uh Sorry, Gallows and Anderson. Um, Right, now, hopefully, if they book this correctly, this should be the main event. Um because it's one of the only few Extreme Rules matches and it's been pretty much the main focus on Raw so Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens in a steel cage which they only added Braun. stipulation to this week <laughs> I gotta go Braun man I gotta go Braun yeah easy mm-hmm. win for Braun 
I'm going for Kevin Owens. You think he slips by and escapes the cage? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then and then Braun just kicks the cage down or something like that. <laughs> just just, just tips it over. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Kevin, Owens, Kevin Owens is on the top of the cage and, and shitting himself because Braun's coming up. And in the end, Braun just shakes her and the old cage falls down and Kevin Owens rolls out and wins. And I can just the... see I can, I can see something like that. And as much as I say I hate entertainment, I fucking love Kevin Owens. I think this Kevin Owens and Braun thing. I got excited the other week, man, when they tagged up because yeah. I thought, this is amazing. This is so funny. Yeah, it was working you know when I mean? Kevin fucked up. I just I just thought it was funny. It was, spe- it was a special thing. Just to say, I like I love Kevin Owens. I absolutely adore him. Like he's just he's such a great great Jermaine. Do you know what I mean? He's can we still call he's him a commodity. A he a he's a commodity. It's Kevin he's, Owens. He's, a he's so he's important. Made... Oh yeah. And he made me I'm laugh just, on Monday. He's just unutilized. He's unutilized. He's got so much potential. Yeah. Well he, well he made me and laugh. And not tapping into it properly, you know what I mean? I just fucking does my head in. Oh yeah, well, well it made me, me off. Well, yeah, dude, it made me laugh on Monday with the whole, what's that smell? That's the smell of fear. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he walked back with a camera with a angle, and he was on about when he goes, what are you doing here? I'm here. There's that. What's that? <laughs> That's the doctor's paper to say I'm fit. <laughs> and I'm not moving until... Oh, I was like, oh, this is amazing. I love Kevin Owens. Man. It's funny as hell, and I'm entertained. I love Kevin Owens. But I, I like. I, 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 but do you know my favorite Kevin Owens is is when he starts speaking French. Oh, I love yes. it. Yeah. I just think it's such a special thing to hear him speak French, and I hate French. <laughs> Kevin French? Owens, Kevin Owens, do it to a crowd. He's fucking absolutely amazing. Oh yeah. I love it when they're in Canada, Quebec, or something. And I like the, his. Um... I like. We get. I like Butcher's idea. The whole frigging. He's sitting on top of the cage, and then Braun shakes it, and then he goes... I, I can just go. see it. I can see it. I can see it, and then Braun, Braun going nuts. I, I mean, I, I, I could even go as far as seeing Kevin Owens win a Money in the Bank a, a match against him for the briefcase. Oh, that'd be sweet. Do you know what I mean? And to me, I'm all I'm all for... when The way I book matches, I'm all for it doesn't hurt. Well, Kevin's doing a rematch anyway. Mm. He still hasn't had his rematch from Goldberg. No, no, he hasn't. Can you imagine if they use that? If 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 if, if uh, Braun Braun won by cashing in, and then Kevin Owens went to Kurt and said, "Hey, well, I didn't even get my rematch. Well, you got a rematch tonight against Braun." And then Kevin Owens beats Braun. But I'm like, oh no. You wouldn't know what to say, would you? Because you'd be, you'd be happy. You'd Where's be happy. Pissed off. Where's my you'd keys? You'd go away and you'd be happy. Because it's oh. Kevin Owens. <laughs> but can, but can you honestly see him doing a pop up power bomb? No. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? How how does he beat Braun? He can't. He can't do a package pile driver. Because he'd never be able to get his arms around fucking Braun. You just have to get him down and then hit a frog splash. Braun, man. You know, when you look at some guys in the ring and you just think they look unbeatable. Yeah. And then you think, this this is wrestling, Dave. Don't be talking stupid. It's not real. 
Or when you look at Braun Strowman, you go, he does look pretty much unfucking beatable. Well, yeah, I remember when Brock Even saw his Even more ass. so than Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I remember when Brock saw his ass and punched him and it barely shook him. Punched him and knocked him down, man. He shook his legs, but he didn't knock him down. Do you know what I mean? Like people saying, oh, if Brock could have punched him properly. Well, what if that was Brock's punch? <laughs> Brock just made himself look stupid. You know? It's... Uh... It's going to be interesting. I, I do. It's, it, I, I like certain things in the WWE and I like certain characters because I can see that there's a relationship and there's that they, they, they work well together. Eddie Guerrero had a perfect thing of, of being able to work with different people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Braun is exactly the same, which is why I just look at Braun and Kevin Owens. They're, they're the chemistry that they have with certain people is fucking brilliant. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it, Braun is perfect. Heel, face, doesn't matter. Kevin Owens, I re see with Kevin is, I think Kevin is your perfect Stone Cold character. You, you can love to hate him or you can love to love him. Do you know what I mean? Stone Cold, I don't think, really had that problem because Stone Cold was the U-betweener. Do you know what I mean? He, he was like the Antichrist. Yeah. Kevin Owens is just... It's just do you know what I mean? It's just, you can't help but love him. The joke is always on Kevin. <laughs> you know? Turns up for work and... You know what I mean? Don't tell him I'm here. Don't tell Don't tell who, who's here. You know who I'm talking about? Who? Wrong. Boo. And you can, but you can see it. You can see it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, and you, you can imagine what the Halloween episode's going to be. There's just going to be something there, and then it's going to be jokes going to be on Kevin again, and it's going to be Braun doing it. <laughs> Braun, Bra Kevin Owens now is is like is like the person that Braun picks on all the time. Yeah. And you're just waiting for Kevin Owens to snap. You know what I mean? It's it's got it's got to come. It has to come. So, are you going to be the, also the odd man out on this? Because Daz and I are going Braun, you're going Kevin Butch. I'm going Kevin. I have to I have to stick with that. I I I like the way I've just booked the ending of the match. I've got to do it. <laughs> and if it comes out like that, dudes, I I want I want that that segment of this cut, and I want it sent to Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because Butcher told us so. I want them to know that I, regardless, I don't know their plans, but I booked that ending because it made sense. Yes, you can offer me a contract. I will take four figures. Don't want six. Don't want five. Just give me four figures. I, do you know what I mean? A day. A day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, there we go. There's not so extreme rules covered. Very much. Thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget you can check it out on all the usual platforms: YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, SoundCloud, and of course Facebook. Don't forget our interactive Facebook group, our other shows from Danger Zone, and join us next week. And keep a lookout for some New Japan shows coming up during the G1 climax. We'll try and get as much done as we can. And of course, big thank you to the usual. Regulars along with me. First of all, the butcher you can find him at. Find me at six nine butcher. 
hanging outside your house. Are you normally? Are yeah, yeah, outside your house. <laughs> looking, looking through your mum's top drawer <coughs> and your uh, dad's bottom drawer. <laughs> the middle one's safe. Yeah, the middle one's safe. Though. This middle one doesn't interest me at all. <laughs> um, tools and stuff in it. I have no idea what that black floppy thing was. <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that like a toilet roll holder? <laughs> I don't know what it was, lad. It's a lot of the toilet rolls going to fit on there. <laughs> oh, and here's Mike to tell you all about his countless shows. How many have you got, Mike? Oh, dude, I got a lot. Uh, at SM Show 1 Art MCL 92 on the Twitter machine, SoundCloud's MC Larkin 92. We just did a Stephen Mike SM show, episode 63. More interviews to come. Just just be on the lookout. That's all I can say. Everything from wrestling to pop culture, just to everything. Check it out on SoundCloud, MC Larkin 92. Yes, and of course, doing good things with the future is now covering NXT on that 205 for a Our WT podcast every week on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Future is now. I cover. NXT and 205 Live every week, and I was very happy to talk about NXT this week. 205 was solid, but NXT was the show this week. Oh, we must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Are you kidding me?